Hey everyone, welcome back to Today in Tech. I'm Juliette Beauchamp and I'm here with Computer World Executive Editor Ken Minkus as well as Mac World Executive Editor Michael Simon. We are live on LinkedIn and on YouTube, so if you have any questions or comments while we're discussing and you want us to answer them or you just have a thought that you need to get off your chest, do leave them in the comments below and we'll do our best to respond to you and get back to you while we're actually live on air. So the topic of the day, Microsoft announced Windows 11 last Thursday and this is going to be you know, it's it's the next upgrade for Windows. And I thought it would be interesting and we thought it'd be interesting to talk about, you know, kind of what it means for Mac OS, how it compares to Mac OS and how Microsoft a little bit tried to stick it to Apple, um, perhaps indirectly um, with this update. But I think I just wanted to maybe talk a little bit about Windows 11 in general first. So Ken, I think I'm going to throw it to you just to give us a little bit of, you know, background, how long have we been expecting this Windows update? Um, because I know, you know, tons to learn about it on computer world. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Uh, thanks, Julia. It, what's interesting about Windows 11 is that, you know, obviously this is very important for enterprises because Windows is very, very clearly the dominant enterprise operating system. So what Microsoft does really does matter. Uh, in terms of Windows 11, we actually, this was sort of a, a bit of a surprise in the sense that uh, no one was really expecting Windows 11 until maybe a month or two ago when there were some, you know, uh, comments out of Microsoft about big plans coming and, you know, everybody at one point thought this was just going to be a UI change that sort of rolled up the Windows 10X uh, look and would just go into Windows 10. And, you know, there have been comments along the way that, you know, Windows 10 would be the last version of Windows, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, surprise, it's not. The, the thing to think about Windows 11, though, is it, it, it's almost like Windows 10 Plus. It's not a dramatic, I mean, it may look different. And certainly there are changes to things like the, the start menu and the taskbar and things like that that have outraged some Windows users. But, I mean, in, in terms of how companies will be rolling it out, in terms of how updates are done, um, you know, that, that's going to stay the same. Uh, there's some extra support, depending on which version of Windows you've got, whether you're a home user, enterprise user, et cetera. Um, the big thing here seems to be that this is, you know, there's a lot of discussion about security in, in this and the fact that uh, this version of Windows is going to require TPM 1.2 or 2.0, depending on what Microsoft decides any day of the week. That's been one of the big controversies because, you know, when they when Microsoft first announced it, they sort of said, well, these computers will work on it, but these older computers might not, and you've got to have this trusted protection module, certain level, whatever. But then they kind of backtracked, and then they took the whole list of, of chips that would work and computers that would work with it offline because people were saying, I'm trying to run it, and it says I can't. And so in true Microsoft fashion, what should have been a, you know, a big, you know, feather in their cap, new operating system, look what's coming, turned into be a bit of a uh, uh, shit show. <laughs> you can bleep me out if you need to. Um, I don't think in terms of, and, and Michael can get into this, I'm sure. I don't think Apple is too worried about Windows 11. Um, yes, you know, Microsoft is throwing some, some elbows there around the developers and apps and things like that. But, uh, you know, we're going to have to see how it unfolds. I don't really think most users will see big changes in what they do, especially corporate users for now. Um, anyway, that's the background. That's kind of where we are this week. Uh, you know, I'm sure we'll be talking about it. I think you've got some plans next week to talk about it again, and things might change yep. even by then. But, uh, you know, that's kind of where we're at. So, I, Michael, what do you think? I mean, I, I personally, I'm not planning to upgrade from uh, Mac OS Big Sur to Windows 11. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to stick with Apple. 
I don't even know what this Windows thing you're talking about is. Yeah, exactly. never, never heard of it. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so a couple of things that are interesting about Windows 11. One, yeah, as you say, it kind of came out of left field. All of a sudden, people started talking about it. Then all of a sudden, uh, like a version leaked online and people like, you know, major outlets had written, you know, like hands-on impressions. And then all of a sudden, like, here's the event and then it's here. Uh, very, very fast. Um, yeah, as you say, it's not a huge change. W- what's interesting, a couple of things that are interesting. One, Apple, uh, Apple, Microsoft's not charging for it, which is the first time that's ever happened. Usually it's like a hundred bucks and then they have all these promotions and different levels and everything else. If, if your computer can get it, you're going to get it for free. Now, there are a lot that's a of big <laughs> devices. Yeah, there's a lot. It's surprise. So Microsoft usually supports like decades old machines. And, you know, there's a surface, a couple of surfaces from 2017 that aren't supported. I wrote an article, just, you know, a, a fun little article the other day. If the current 21 and a half inch iMac was a PC, it wouldn't be able to upgrade to Windows. Apple still sells, sells that for 1100 bucks. That's how stringent the requirements are. And yeah, it has to do with that, the uh, TPM, uh, I guess say either 1.2 or 2.0, which is akin to if Apple said, you need to have a T2 chip in your Mac to get Monterey. It's about the same time frame yeah. when, when those two things landed. And if Apple were to do that, you know, people would rightly say, hey, what the hell? I just bought this thing three three years ago. I spent, I don't know, 12, 1500 bucks on it. And now you're saying that I'm stuck with the older operating system. And Windows and Windows, Microsoft says they're going to support Windows 10 for years and they yeah, will. There's overlap for like four years. Okay, great. But you're still not getting the new thing. Yeah. And it's this, some of it is... Um, you know, it's, I guess it's more of a modern architecture, particularly when it comes to security and Microsoft wants to make sure all those things are supported. So it, there's a, there's a hard cutoff there, but it also, to me, seems like a way to work with the OEMs to sell new PCs. That's exactly what it is. You can't, you're not going to get people to upgrade their PCs, telling them that this version of windows 10 coming out, you know, in two or three years will require X, Y, and Z. But if you tell people, oh, but you're getting Windows 11 now, right, right. You know, there's there's a serious school of thought that one of the reasons that we, they came up with the new name was because they wanted to roll out these security improvements. And the only way to do that and get people to upgrade in the way that they would need to upgrade, it's like a forced upgrade if you really want to, you know, continue on with Windows 11, would be to rename it. So, yeah. you you know, that's why I said it's effectively Windows 10 plus, you know. Yeah, and was, you can say the same thing about Apple. You know, they do every year they have a new OS and it's essentially the same. Yeah. A couple yeah. new features, but it's free. And it supports Macs going back to 2015, 2014, depending on the year you were looking at. You know, you, you, you got a five to seven year spread of upgrade cycle, which is about right. You know, yeah. you're looking to get a, a new a new Mac, you know, five years, six years, seven years. That's generally the, 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 the cadence. I'm just surprised that Windows, you know, when you buy a Windows PC, people can hold on to those things for a long time. It's a different, it's a different world. Uh, PCs, that's why they have such a giant uh, uh, installed base. It's different over there. You know, people buy a Mac and it's, you know, it, it's, it's just, it's a, it's a, it's a completely different buying structure. 
And I think there's a lot of people that are going to be, you know, perturbed that they can't upgrade to Windows 11. And then you can also say, well, maybe this is what Microsoft should have done all along. You know, charging 130 bucks, that, that's a lot for a new OS. There were people that were clinging to Windows 7 for a long time where Microsoft basically had to force them to upgrade by popping up notifications on their, on their screen. Mm-hmm. And people got angry about that. Nah, you know, they so were nagging you, them, literally nagging them. Literally, literally quite literally, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know what the answer is, but I do know that if uh, uh, it's a Microsoft's messaging on this has been just terrible, and that's where it really stems from. They could have, they could have, of, of kind of mitigated all of this bad press and all of this confusion by just laying down simple rules and explaining. Here's why we're doing it. You know, security, uh, it's a modern architecture, uh, 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 the way the system works, we need faster chips, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Tell the consumers that are buying it, that are needing it, that want it, why the experience has to be this. And you need this hardware to get that experience. That's well, what that, Apple does a really sure. good job of doing. And that, you know, that's actually been one of the biggest issues that has come up in the last week. Um, Preston Growler wrote about the for us on CETA on Computer World uh, yesterday that this was the biggest botched rollout ever. And when you you think back, you know, he pointed out that uh, when Windows ninety five arrived, they had the Rolling Stones, you know, and <laughs> and and with success. Start me up. Uh, yeah, exactly. Me up. I mean, it was a big deal and seen as a big deal and and presented. Well, to be fair, Windows ninety five was a big. Deal. It was sure, <laughs> but I mean, you know, okay, at least try as you said to you know make this more than it looks it looked like it was slapdash put yeah. together i mean when you think about how apple now rolls out a new operating system and the video and the you know the features and 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 the way it's done this was like oh i guess we need to come up with a new name and let's roll it out in june and here's a half baked list of things that might or might not work on and we'll roll it out and then when people start screaming we'll pull the list back and tell you more to come it's like this is stuff this is like pr marketing 101 you get mm-hmm. this stuff sorted out beforehand so i think you know microsoft has a tendency to do a good operating system and a not so good operating system there's a certain cadence here and, you know, Windows 95, good. Windows 98, yeah. Windows 2000, mm. yeah. you know, let's not even talk about Windows Vista or, or uh, you know, Windows 8. So I wonder, you know, is Windows 10 going to wind up being the good operating system? Windows 11 already starting out with a black eye is going to be like, yeah, who wants that? You know, I mean, very, very well could it be. Uh, I've, uh, yeah. We've just got a quick question from um, the audience and then i think i want to talk maybe a little bit about maybe and maybe mike you can um discuss this but the the first question i think probably more for you ken is i know you guys have been talking about you know security being the issue and this viewer on linkedin said that security was their main issue with windows and they were hoping to see improvement in 11 what is the what's the security change in 11 is well, that like I mean, kind of the that because it seems like that's kind of like the messaging here? Yeah, I mean, part of it's under the hood. Part of it is again that it's sort of you know modernizing the architecture, so you do need this TPM module. Mm-hmm. Um, part of it too is if I remember this correctly, when you go to sign in or when you go to to get Windows 11, you need to sign in with a Microsoft account, which is mm-hmm. another way of getting around people reusing passwords. You know, there's, sure. there's been some speculation that all the ransomware attacks lately have you know kind of caught. You know, rightfully so. 
uh, Microsoft's eye. And so they're doing yeah. things like that. You know, one thing I do want to add too, in terms of like, you know, this mayor, this is probably a good thing. Um, unlike the, the sort of twice a year updates that Microsoft does now, if I'm remembering correctly, I think they're going to one update a year with Windows 11. And that's going to be easier on companies that are trying to roll this out and test to make sure that it works. And, um, you know, we'll see how Microsoft does when it comes to patching and fixing once it's out. But, uh, you know, clearly uh, security is, is at least the reason they landed on as to why they're doing it this way. Yeah, it's not so much that Windows 11 has more security features, sure. but they're emphasizing and prioritizing them by requiring, if you're going to get Windows 11, you have to have this trusted platform module, which has been around since 2016. Yeah, it's not new. No, but what they're trying to do is say, hey, listen, if you want this new OS, you have to have this uh, type of machine. And it eliminates all those kind of hangers on that get Windows 11, but don't have the trusted platform module. And then app, uh, Microsoft has to kind of compromise the security back for those machines to support. They just, it, it, it's a hard stop. From here forward, you need to have this, um, what is it, a chip? Uh, uh, um, yeah. So that's, that, that's the security upgrade. Is that okay. their is that their requirement? Windows 10 doesn't have that requirement. I mean, it, there are a lot of Windows 10 machines that have that in inside the laptop, inside the desktop, but now they have to. Yeah, gotcha. I, I just want to pick up real quick on one point about what Mike just said. There are a lot of hard, there's a lot of hardware now that has TPM 1.2 yeah. and or TPM 2.0, which is the you know the version that Microsoft initially well they sort of said you needed it and they said you didn't and now they're kind of back to you do need to TPM 2. A lot of recent hardware may not have it enabled. It can be enabled. I, th I think it's like you know you have to change some settings or you know update firmware. So there are a lot of people who may want to try Windows 11 now who may think that their hardware doesn't work, but they should check because it's very possible that it's basically like flipping a switch. You okay. know, if you've got TPM 1.2, TPM 2.0 can be turned on and then you're good to go. Okay. And we also I, don't know if it's going to, if that, that 2.0 is actually going to be the cutoff because now they kind of backtracked on that. We don't exactly. know. Exactly. It's a muddle. So, yeah. So we've got um, an, an interesting question over for, on YouTube, um, asking, and this, I, I feel why like don't we get questions be, on the windows on the windows one? Can you, can you ask me questions when we're talking about Apple stuff? Please? Well, <laughs> well, I do have, I do still have an Apple question for you, Mike, but, um, on, and this is Apple related. Will 11 run on Intel Macs that are current re, currently running 10? Uh, the parallels probably. Yeah. Virtualization for sure. Yeah. Boot camp, okay. boot camp hasn't existed for a while. Yeah, it would have to be like, well, and I, did, I did literally just saw something on, uh, I think it was nine to five Mac that said that windows 11, that parallels is already working on parallels. Yes. Yeah. Getting okay. windows 11 to work on at least the M one Mac. Yeah. So, so, but that, so maybe not yeah. Intel. That's a different type of thing because right. that's virtualization. So that's something you're using. If you need to like, there's an app you have to run. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you want to install Windows on your Mac, then it doesn't. That's not a thing anymore. Yeah. Bootcamp right. went away a while ago, and, and so no. If you have a, a Mac that still boots, dual boots with Bootcamp, Windows 11 will not work on that Mac. Uh, you need an eighth gen in, Intel processor or later, and those machines are all past the point of uh, Bootcamp. It's like I think those are Catalina and later even. 
maybe okay. maybe uh the one right before that uh whatever it was but not not supported by boot camp okay he's um said yes this is with boot camp so yeah so you can run like i said um windows 10 supported way old processors uh windows gotcha. 11 it doesn't right and i don't even know uh as far as all that tpm stuff i don't even know how that would work because mm-hmm. obviously Macs don't have that, right. so I'm not sure. But it, but it, it's kind sure of it, virtualized. Yeah, it's but it's kind of a moot point anyway because the processor isn't gonna isn't gonna handle it. Okay, so here's a little bit more of an Apple question for you, Mike. Right. Is is uh, I know we so you know we've got Windows 11 announced last week. Mac OS um, Monterey was released. You know, a few weeks ago, announced a few weeks ago rather. Is there any? Are features of either sort of like reminiscent of each other? How do the two compare feature-wise? Like, is there anything that you're seeing in the Windows announcement and say, oh, it looks like they borrowed that from Apple or anything from the Mac OS announcement that you looked at and said, oh, it looks like they borrowed that from Windows? I mean, the the overall look of Windows 11, it's hard not to see a little, if not a lot of Mac OS um, okay. in, uh, influence. Like simple things like rounded corners, uh, transparency, um, the way light kind of reflects around the whole thing. It's, it's a good looking operating system. It's very nice. I like it's the very look. Nice. It's yeah, really but it, it is. It's very much, um, it's, it's Mac OS reminiscent, we'll say. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. I don't, I'm not going to sit here and say, uh, you know, Microsoft, you know, shame on you for copying. Listen, Apple makes nice stuff. If it's a good thing, you want yeah. you also want to have a good thing. And it still looks like Windows. You know, it still has the Windows flair, if you will. And there's a lot of cool stuff in there that I I wrote it, I wrote that Apple should take. Like um oh, those those snap layouts, those are fantastic. Yeah. So Apple, the way Apple does it is uh you can if you do full screen apps, you can have apps uh, side by side, Windows side by side, just like the iPad. That's fine. But so Microsoft took it a step further. And you can have like uh, up to I think five apps or f- at least four apps in 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 various places on your screen, and keep them together. So like if you want to go, let's say you have um, Safari, Word, Mail, and um, I don't know something else that you always use together. You can you can snap those layouts together, and then when you go to use them, you pop them up to they all launched in the same time and in the same window in the same places. And you'll be able to use them, you know, a little bit more efficiently, a little bit easier together. And it's, 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 it's because I always have like seven windows open at once. So, because I I can't use full screen apps like that, but if I could do like five at once and have them all in nice little windows on my machine that all came up together, I I would absolutely use that. Yeah. That's going to be huge. We have, um, nice. I've got a um, Windows laptop here for for work purposes and being able to have like a Slack, an Outlook, and then like a, a web browser open all at the same time and I can look at all of them would be huge. Yeah, it's cool. It's a cool, you know, it, it's, it's a thoughtful a thoughtful feature that um, it's, 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 when I saw it, I'm like, oh, that, that's, I'm surprised Apple, you know, didn't come up with that. Another sure. one that I would love to see is so, I'm, I'm one of the millions of people who use uh, external display with my laptop. Mm-hmm. When I unplug that external display, everything zoop, shrinks down to my <laughs> laptop and there's windows all over the place. Yeah. The way Microsoft, uh, the way Windows 11 does it, you unplug that and it takes that, um, whatever's on your external monitor and minimizes it. Leaves your laptop That's the nice. way you had it before you plugged it in. And then when you plug it back and all that stuff comes back. So if you want to grab it, you can grab it, of course. 
but when you're while you're working most likely you're going to want to you know keep a, a static desktop on both things because it's a smaller screen you're doing different work that's a real smart idea as well and um again one that i'm surprised apple hasn't addressed at all yeah and there's a lot of you know there's other little things like like the widgets that's clearly inspired by 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 mac os and ios uh facetime uh, not face, uh, teams, the teams. the teams integration is clearly their their answer to FaceTime. Like there, there's things that it's obvious that they took stuff sure. from from Mac. But the bottom line is the the days of Windows versus Mac are are over. That doesn't exist. What mm-hmm. Microsoft wants to do is get into that mobile space that Apple obviously dominates. And um, maybe they'll buy another phone company. Well, I, I don't. I mean, maybe, but. No, I'm kidding. Like what, what, they're, they're, what, they're, what they're trying to do now is, is use Android as their iOS. Yeah. So on Windows 11, you can, both in the Microsoft Store, you'll see Android apps and you can sideload Android apps as well. And they're, they're desperately trying to make Windows a mobile-friendly environment, space, uh, ecosystem. Sure. Because that's, that's one area where Microsoft really just missed the boat entirely. Mm. They tried Windows Phone. They didn't do a good job of it, and then that, and they just let let it die, and that was it. Didn't Microsoft announce those new phones like maybe it was terrible. maybe like a year and a half ago? The, the, this this phone. Yeah, yeah. The, the that was an Android phone. Yeah. The uh, the the Duo, the Surface Duo. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't know how many yeah. they sold, but my guess is it's in in the in the in the tens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in, in the teens. Um, I want to talk a little bit too about how it seems like Microsoft really just responded to the Apple's legal battles right now with um, Epic Games and their issues over, you know, how much of a cut developers get from the App Store by say, by with their new, I don't, what's, what's the Windows equivalent? The app it's it's the, the Microsoft store. Okay. To, to, with the Microsoft store. So do either of you feel particularly strongly about um, discussing this? I mean, or, well, I, I feel strongly about discussing it, but which of you feels most strongly about um, um, commenting on it? Because it's kind of interesting. It's hard. You have to look at that and say, this is directly in response to Apple's app store issues. Uh, yeah, this that absolutely is. And they made no... Uh, failed references <laughs> i mean they were pretty clear about it yeah. um that's another thing that i wouldn't I, I i don't understand why apple hasn't done so what what microsoft is doing is if you want to use their payment system their their thing you know you use it you pay them 15 percent, so it's, it's, it's half of what apple charges yeah that's way well, less well apple apple's has a sliding scale i think that i think that applies to the mac store as well after one year it's 15 percent. I, I think it's the same or similar but um what apple doesn't do in their in their app store is allow developers to use their own payment engine to sell stuff at all hmm. now on the mac you absolutely can do that you can you just can't use the app store, which makes it less secure right. and, and and less of a, of a of a good experience. And it also so, you know, developers have less access to to, to visibility. Apple has less access to the security, the, the the certain security, because if you're downloading something from the web, now you know the developers that are that are offering this stuff, they're not serving up malware, but there are people who who use that 
app, create a fake one yeah. that people find and then you know deliver malware to the Mac. Sure. Um, so what Microsoft said is, hey, if you want to use your own payment service, go ahead. We won't take anything. It's all you, but we will serve it and deliver it in our store to make it safe and to make it visible, which is a great idea. Now, mm-hmm. Apple's never going to, they're never going to lock down the Mac. So why not use the Mac app store as a way to get everybody under the tent? You know, Apple still offers their security. You, you, you still have the, the peace of mind that you're, you're downloading a piece of software that's been vetted and isn't, you know, going to harm your machine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's, it, it's, it's all there. My, my guess is that if they do that, that opens them up to say, well, why can't you do that for the iPhone too? Yeah. Right. I, I think that's probably what it is more than anything, Michael. They just don't want to open that door crack. I guess, but it's frustrating. Yeah. Because there's a, there's a lot of developers, a lot of good developers with great apps that say, hey, we're not going to use the Mac App Store and here's why. And that's a major reason because they don't want to pay. And there's a, there's a viable path to not do that. Mm-hmm. Just bring them all in. Everybody would be happy. Consumers would be happy. Developers would be happy. And Apple wouldn't lose anything because they're already losing by developers not using the Mac App Store. Gotcha. But, so yeah, Microsoft totally did that to say, hey, Apple, yeah. <laughs> this is how it should be done. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, before we wrap up here, just a reminder to um, anyone watching on LinkedIn or YouTube, if you have any last minute questions, do get them in. And on that note, we have a question from YouTube. And I'm gonna I'm gonna introduce this question by first saying when is Windows 11 available? Because the question is, is Windows 11 a must-have right now? Well, you can get the beta now. Yeah. Uh, they, they, they're being very coy about the release date. They say holiday, whatever that means. That could like be anywhere. Does that, mean, does that mean 4th of day? July? The <laughs> end of the year, yeah. We're assuming that means like christmas Like December holidays, yeah. But they didn't say December. They didn't say winter. They didn't yeah, bad say- Bad messaging, nothing yeah, yeah, they're just not great at that stuff. My guess is- It's the kind um, of thing like hire me to write the marketing <laughs> team. I could have told you. I mean, seriously, before. like someone must have brought it up and they, they're, I think they're purposefully vague. That's true. That's so. True. Then, if they delay it, they're like, "Oh, we well, we we actually meant, you know, like 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 Easter <laughs> or Memorial year. Day." Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, my my guess is they they have plans to push it out um, late later this year. I wouldn't sure. be surprised if that gets delayed. You know, we'll see. These I, things I, always have a lot of moving parts. Two mm-hmm. quick things. It's definitely not a must-have at this point. And two, given the fact that Microsoft is also going to be supporting Windows 10 at the same time that it's trying to roll out Windows 11, I just envision lots of confusion as to what's come yeah. out when, what feature sure. works with what, what computer will run this. And again, having started off with a muddle, I really do hope for Microsoft's sake that they it can clarify before Windows 11 actually arrives exactly what's new and good, exactly what it works on, exactly what you need. You know, they've got, let's say, six months to do that. I think they probably can, and I, I hope they do. Yeah, we'll see about that. <laughs> Microsoft's never been a big, big fan oh. of exactly. <laughs> this holiday. Um, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't see it as a must upgrade either. I mean, I would say the same thing about Mac OS Monterey. Yeah. But. Sure. 
it's going to be on your machine unless you have a 2014 Mac. It's free and you should get it because there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with not getting it. My advice to a Windows user is if you have a laptop, that a, a, a seventh gen Intel laptop that doesn't support it, I wouldn't run out to buy one that does because, you know, Windows 10 is really good. Windows 11 looks like it's, it's, it's also very good, but there's nothing there that is, oh my God, I have to have that. Windows 10 will be around until 2025. Also also true. Yeah, right. So stick with Windows 10. Um, Microsoft's still supporting it. There's no reason to worry about security or or features or bugs or or malware or vulnerabilities or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, also wait for the first couple generation, uh, uh, first couple updates of Windows 11. And so, because people like, you know, it always happens. Something's wrong. Something breaks. Something's not great. Sure. But uh, also... If you do want Windows 11, it appears as though everything will kind of be just business as usual. It's going to look a little bit different. There's a couple of different features, but apps are going to work. Um, updates are the same. Like everything should be totally copacetic. Yeah. All right. Look well, at me selling, selling Windows. Yeah. You used to write for PC World. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for... Um, calling in and chatting Windows 11. And to all of our viewers, if you have any questions that we didn't get to, if you're watching this after we're live and you have any questions, leave them in the comments, especially if you're watching on YouTube, I will get back to you. Um, And if you're watching on LinkedIn and you want to go over to our YouTube channel, it's IDG Tech Talk. You can subscribe and you can hit the bell icon so you're notified every single time we post a new video. On a programming note, like Ken alluded to at the very beginning, next week, Ken and Mike, they're going to be off. So we are going to, we meaning me going to bring in, um, two, um, great people from computer world to discuss what windows means for enterprise it. So if you're watching this and you've gotten to this point and you've had a question on that, please also leave that in the comments below. I think that'll be a great discussion as well. So thank you all so much for watching and we'll see you next time. This podcast is produced by IDG Communications Incorporated.